This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to Hey You, a You Recap Podcast. I'm Joe Lipset, and I'm joined as always by Sheree Bohannon. Hey Joe, hey! Oh boy, Sheree. So we are talking <laughs> about the finale of season four. Obviously not the finale of this motherfucking show. It is the <laughs> death of Jonathan Moore because Joe is back, baby. And the show, it appears, will continue. It appears that way. I really, I, I wonder if this writer's room was like, this might be our last season because it mm-hmm. feels like a stopping point, but also it's not like a hard stop. It's like a, it's like a pause. It's like a, mm, this red light's coming up and I see a police officer behind me. So I'm going to gently tap <laughs> and roll up and see what I can do. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like if they wanted to, they could end it here and say, okay, you can figure the rest out if you want to. We've given you something of uh, an endpoint for the series. Yeah. I don't get that impression, though. This very much feels like, cool, we did the soft reboot once. Let's just do it again next year. And I I, I don't know if I want another season. I really don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I'll be there if it's there. <laughs> oh, they, they've hooked us. We are going to be there. But this is more like... Oh, I guess, okay, sure, we'll come back for season five, okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just, um, there's so much, there's so much to unpack. Another reason I don't know if they knew they were coming back or not is because, like, the way this ends is not like the previous seasons, right. where he's got his eye on the next person. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why I think this is a better ending point, because in some ways, this finale does kind of give us everything that we were speculating slash hoping for, right? Like, let's begin with the big development. Joe finally acknowledges that this is who he is. He reconciles with the dark part of himself, which is still the manifestation of Reese for the purposes of the episode. But by episode's end, when he looks in the window, he sees this dark passenger Dexter thing looking back at him. And he's firmly like, well, it'll be easier to kill people now that I've got Kate's money. Right? Right? And my other thing is, like, Kate seems real chill with whatever version he told her. Mm-hmm. And knowing he's killed a couple people off the bat. So whatever he told her, she knows he's capable of murder and has done it recently. <laughs> yes yeah they're they're just in it together now you know they're gonna kill people to better the world apparently i don't want that spinoff <laughs> <laughs> well i'm curious though do you feel in hindsight like this actually salvages a lot of the lady phoebe adams stuff because clearly <laughs> what we were doing was running a parallel with joe and kate I feel like there were better ways of doing that because what's happened is we killed Adam and then we're like, we don't need Phoebe anymore. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. give her her the one off because we set up this whole world and we even advertised this whole world that we didn't really get. Like Sophie and Blessing became props in the second half. Like, oh my God. Blessing has no lines. I don't even know why they showed up in this episode. When they and Connie were at Sundry House, I was just like, (laughs) oh, right. You characters exist. 
Don't know why the show's acknowledging you, though, because you're not characters. Right? Like, literally, they they said nothing, they did nothing for these last two, three episodes. Mm-hmm. And I almost forgot who Sophie was when she was with the wig at um, the wedding. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, had Kate not been like, Sophie, give us the room, I wouldn't have known that was Sophie. Like- <laughs> <laughs> they could have recast the actress and I probably wouldn't have noticed. Right? And so it's like, why did we spend so much time selling this world when it's not going to be them? I mm-hmm. also, Marianne, let's, let's talk about Marianne. Okay. Um, she didn't want to call for help. She didn't want to do anything else because she needs like make sure that he never came after her again. Mm-hmm. And they go through this conf- <laughs> they go oh through this God. convoluted plan, which we called last episode. Right. And she goes back to the same <laughs> apartment. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, bitch, you are packing up that entire place and you are whisking that child away to destinations unknown and telling no one. Yeah, especially because she knows he's obsessive. And so she knows he's going to check in on Juliet. Also, her daughter's name is Juliet, and they did a half Romeo Juliet with her and the beta blockers. Oh, barf. Right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, the the Marianne stuff never came together. Like, I was kind of excited when she showed up in that glass cage and then from the moment that that reveal happened it felt like the show was just like cool we did that fun thing oh fuck now we gotta follow through because this was stupid it was so stupid and i feel so bad because i was like yay toddy's back I'm like y'all should let her be free you should have left her alone she mm-hmm. could be doing anything else with her time i mean Taddy's agent is clearly booking her on some big name stuff, but like between this gig and Uncharted, I'm just like, maybe you need to fire them because they're getting you on big name stuff, but it's all garbage. It's all shit. Exactly. Like, there's no reason why Chilina Princess and Sabrina should be like the highlight for her right now. No, because, <laughs> sorry, that show was not super great either. Like she's she's locked into Netflix. I feel like her mm-hmm. and Jenna Ortega went into for one Netflix job and they'll never leave. It's true. Netflix truly is like a Satan binding contract. <laughs> like <laughs> you've signed on for us. Thank you for giving us your soul. Please return next year to star in another one of our uninspired products. Right? <laughs> I'm half kidding. I like a lot of stuff on Netflix. I just also find that there's a lot of not great stuff on Netflix. They are definitely quantity over quality, and right. it makes it hard to find the quality sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or stuff like this, right? Where, once again, in hindsight, we've now watched the entirety of this season, started off really well, and then absolutely shot the bat as it went on. Yeah. Which I hate that trend, because like we're going to get excited every first half of a season, and then be like, mm-hmm. well, how are they going to let us down this year? Yeah, like, cool, you're the Stephen King of the Netflix universe. You have a great concept, and you can't execute an ending to save your life. That is the perfect analogy, because yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, here's the thing. I don't mind this episode overall. I feel like I'm just disappointed that the writers so clearly wanted to still give themselves the option to continue. Like... You wrap this up, and then you were like, but maybe I can have the cake and eat it too. (laughs) Right? Which we don't need, because, like, had they been like, this is it, this is final, bump, bump. Mm -hmm. And they decided later on in life to come back, they could have easily undone it, because he's a murderer, he's pathological. Also, (laughs) he's ruined the lives of so many people who must be looking for him, (laughs) like... 
Right. Yeah. I think, like we've talked about for the last few episodes, things here just happened too quickly. Like, the stuff where he decides that he's going to die by suicide because he doesn't trust himself around Kate, you and I called it, this felt satisfying. I was actually happy when he jumps into the water, and then I pause it to grab a drink of water and see that there's 24 minutes left in this episode. And I was like, oh, no. Because then we're, like, him killing Tom unsatisfying it's so easy like i'm sorry this man is a billionaire and he's got one security guard who can just be like achilles and then carotid and done come on (laughs) i i just they really did just like be like oh yeah no this is gonna end because there's no reason why the finale should be weaker than the penultimate episode right yeah that should have been a build up (laughs) And I recognize it is hard to end stories in a satisfying manner. Like you're you're trying to bring to a close all of these loose threads and maybe set something up and satisfy people for a long downtime between seasons and all this other stuff. But it just I don't know. Like I I ended the episode and realized we had predicted nearly everything that was going to happen. So that either makes us the smartest people in the room or, as we've (laughs) joked repeatedly, we should be part of this writer's room. (laughs) But it wasn't the satisfying kind of, oh, yeah, I saw that this was coming. We nailed it. Like, we're in sync with the show. It was very much, you gave us what we wanted, and it still doesn't satisfy Exactly, because there are ways of getting to the things they got to that would have been more exciting um, and would have been more earned. I feel like part of the issue is that a lot of the things that we're getting here are not earned. And -hmm. a lot of it is still hedging on Joe saying he's a good person while doing awful things, but then saying it's not him doing them. Mm -hmm. But he definitely set up Nadia of his own volition and killed Edward, who we all knew was going to die anyways. But like (laughs) he did that after getting his second chance. Well, but I think at that point, he has reconciled who he is, right? Like, when he asks Nadia for her hand, and then he presses the knife into her, I didn't gasp, but I definitely went, oh, because it suddenly became very clear, oh, he knows exactly what he's doing. This isn't Joe in a fugue state. This isn't Joe, I'm pretending I'm a good guy, but actually I'm a bad guy. It was, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm either going to frame this innocent woman or I'm going to force her to live the same kind of lie that I make all the people who come into my life live, which is, okay, well, you need to pretend that Edward was a bad guy when all he really did was get you ketamine. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, like, it just, it never adds up. It never adds up. Because (laughs) either he's owning both halves of himself and he's going to like fight to be a better person alongside Kate, or he's killing kids in the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just I need him to make a choice and I need him to like own the choice because like we can't keep like half stepping. I don't know. I I feel like he's made the choice. Like after he does his failed suicide attempt and then instantly regrets it and then he wakes up in the hospital, like when Kate basically says, "Oh, we can do this together and we can keep each other in check." I feel like that's the series saying, "Okay, Joe has now accepted who he is and he he has a better balance of i know i'm going to kill people and i'm okay with it maybe i it was just such a man episode i just maybe <laughs> that's why i can't i just i can't <laughs> i mean that's fair yeah yeah 
Yeah, because I think it would have been it would have been much more interesting to have first off to have Nadia keep being the Nadia we knew and loved from the top of the season, who was smarter mm-hmm. than this. Because like in this back half, I don't know her. <laughs> I I don't. Yeah, I I felt like this episode brought her closest to what we saw originally. I mean. The convoluted plan with Marianne aside, I did like that she realized, okay, Joe probably keeps something in his apartment and she goes and get it. I like that she doesn't get caught there. She almost gets away with it. And it just so happens that Joe is smarter and better at this than she is. And she ends up getting her life ruined as a result. Yeah, I also I also wonder why her and Marianne wouldn't have had like a secret code or something because mm-hmm. she's still in London. Marianne is going back to her apartment like nothing's happened. And so right. you think they'd be like, we need to keep eyes on him while you're at the school. And so mm-hmm. what's what is Marianne going to do or not do when she finds out this girl is in prison? Because <laughs> um, he's literally we get her out of a box and we put Nadia in a prison. And I'm like, mm-hmm. is that balance? Yeah, no. I mean, once again, the the Marianne stuff doesn't satisfy because it almost seems like the writers saying, okay, we like this actor. Let's keep them on board in case we ever want to send Joe after her or bring Marianne back into the fold in a future season. But it doesn't make sense unless she literally went back to her daughter and just turned all notifications off and said, oh, Nadia is in jail, but mm, fuck her. Like, she would have seen this story that they're doing because it literally pops up on everybody's phone. Yeah. And so, like, I, I don't know what she would do and could do because, again, like, she didn't seem pressed to leave her apartment. So, like, she's, mm-hmm. she's, she's feeling safer than I think she should. But at the same time, if somebody busts you out of that situation and you know what has happened is not what it says in the papers, you would, you'd be inclined to do something, maybe an anonymous tip. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is bad plotting or if this is a loose thread that we can pull in the future or maybe both. And I'm kind of inclined to think it's both. I think so, because we have a lot of loose threads throughout this series now because we have, Mm -hmm. again, he ruins a kid's life every season. And so like off the bat, that's four kids if you count Nadia, who's (laughs) a little bit older than the rest, but still. Oh my god, future season proposal. It's like the Dream Warriors where they all team up to take him down once and for all. <laughs> now that I would watch. I right? would watch. <laughs> I, I also want to know if he's going to take his baby back. Because he definitely left Henry and they mentioned his kid. Now that he's mm-hmm. with Kate. Or is he going to leave it to the people he threw the baby at when he like wandered off? Yeah, it was a little surprising that we didn't even see an actual shot of, well, I guess it would be like, maybe toddler Henry at some point, like, because they actively do say, you know, like, oh, okay, and the the public sort of came around to my side with my decision to leave my child with these two blind gays. It's like, oh, okay, we're not, but we're not going to show him. You're not going to pick him back up or anything. Like, you're just fine with it. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, and it it is also Joe becoming the thing he's supposedly been against, even though we've had our suspicions, because he's all like, fuck the rich. I hate the rich. Privilege, privilege, Mm -hmm. privilege. And now he's like, scrub my record clean, babes. I'm good. Thanks. I'm going to kill some more people. See you at dinner. Hmm? Well, that's why I think it's so funny that like everything about this season has been him hating on the rich, which, yes, he's he's done the entire series, but it felt like it was more on the nose this year. 
that's why I asked you about whether this kind of retroactively saves the Adam Phoebe stuff because he became Adam, right? He uses a rich woman's money to get himself out of all of his problems. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. Joe is just... <sighs> Joe is always the thing he hates. And that's another reason why I was hoping we would get a bigger ending, even if it isn't like the finale finale. I wanted more because again, he's been trying to gaslight himself for four seasons about how he's a good person, but the Mm -hmm. bodies have been adding up. Some of them he could have been more active in. I I still say that. But like, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, I see myself. Ah, it's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I... I wanted more. I don't know what the more could have been, but I wanted not what we got. Okay. I'll confess, I'm not quite as negative as you, if only because I did like the stuff on the bridge where he he finally comes to grasp what he is. And Reese is kind of like, oh, well, you're not, you know, you're not suicidal. You're not going to actually do this. And he realizes, oh, no, if I do stick with Kate, I am going to hurt her. Like, that was all the stuff that we've been saying all season we wanted. And, you know, they flat out acknowledge the fact that there's like weird queer undertones or maybe Mm -hmm. narcissism because Reese at one point in this episode says, I never pictured you as a top. And I was like, (laughs) okay, we're literally using queer language to talk about the relationship between these two men sure it's two sides of the same personality but i don't know like this episode was checking all the boxes but i'm still i'm ending it annoyed that the show doesn't have the balls to just say and now we're done Right? Because that bridge and him underwater with the flashbacks would have been a mm-hmm. very good ending for a character that's very complicated. Right. Um, but instead, we were like, haha, we're not done with you yet, which it, we called last, I think it was last episode, maybe episode before, and the K would be like, no, no, I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and of course she did. And I, I also was kind of hoping that we'd get more out of her because like, She's apparently drawn to men who are like her father. And right. she I think deep down she knows he killed her father as well, but like we didn't get into oh. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I kind of want her to be like, yeah, I tell these men these problems and my problems go away, but also I'm pretending I don't know because that's my game. As opposed mm-hmm. to her being like wide-eyed innocent, we can do it together, Joe. Yeah, the finale is asking a lot of what we know of Kate because it also sidelined her for the last couple of episodes. Like we had to spend so much time with Lady Phoebe and Adam. And well, I I am making the argument that it was for a purpose so that we could set up these parallels between their relationship and Joe and Kate's. It also then relies on us being like, oh, we know who Kate is, or Kate doesn't have a complicated psychology that we maybe should be unpacking, but we had to sideline her, and she got a couple of minutes more screen time in this finale. But yeah, like, she just comes in and saves the day and acknowledges she has a really fucked up past with men and her dad, but it's all okay because we're out of time and we need to move on. Yeah, that's what it felt like. That's what this episode felt like. And maybe that's my problem. It felt like we were out of time. So we got to do this, this and this. And now we check those things off. Good night. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if this would have satisfied more if we had an extra 10 minutes like this episode was 54 minutes long. And I I definitely got bored when he jumped in the water. And I was like, Oh, no, we've got more time. But <laughs> 
I think it's because the the Marianne stuff was just sucking the life out of me. Like having to do this false flashback where she secretly got out and, you know, Nadia had to walk us back through her master plan with Edward and then she finds her in the park. I was just like, I don't buy this. I don't like it. And it's eating up a lot of valuable screen time. Also, that plan was not the it's best nonsense. plan. It, it is because Joe Goldberg has dismembered so many people at this point. Like when he mm-hmm. finds a body, it's in pieces. And so they were playing a risky game <laughs> that he would be like, Juliet should know that her mom died. But also that means he's going to keep his eye on the news for this announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I thought that immediately. I was like, he left her on a park bench in the middle of London and then didn't double check that the body had been found or there was some kind of notification or anything. No. Okay, sure. Not our Joe Goldberg. And mm-hmm. like, had he actually thought she was really dead, he also would have zoomed in on where the daughter was. Um, Because again, he's obsessive and this comes from the woman that he just discarded. And so like... Unless we're meant to believe that this is him literally thinking that everything is done and he's like on his way to the bridge which i think is what the show wants us to believe like it's all happening so quickly and he's resigned himself to what he's got to do that he just you know he feels like he's closed off the marianne chapter of his life and that's okay but it doesn't gel with what we know of joe from all the rest of the seasons it doesn't it does not and i if if we have to do another season, I definitely hope that we figure out who this character has been and what the end point is. We start building towards that end point because him in the water, his life flashing before his eyes, him mm-hmm. making like, the loose connections between like what happened with him and his mom to what happened with him and all his relationships was right. the moment. Yeah. I literally thought we were going to end there. I was like, okay, here we go. This is This is okay. It would have been so beautiful because he could have been like, I messed this up and I killed these girls and Mm -hmm. Kate could have been the one, but I'm not enough of a person to make that work. And I know that I am dangerous. And so I'm actually doing something that is actually an act of love as opposed to my stalking shenanigans until I kill them and saying it's love. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) we, we, we cheated him out of that and we cheated us out of that. Yeah, the the reality is that you and I are probably far more critical of what the show could do or maybe should have done. And obviously, we can really only critique what it actually does do, which is why we're a little bit frustrated right now. But I think we're coming at this harder than most fans of the show would. And they probably would never risk just killing Joe by suicide and ending the series because it would piss too many people off. That leaves them with the problem of how are they going to get rid of him? Because if he's alive, the show's not going to end because he's pathological. It's sort of like the Dexter Uh thing, you know, where we had to like do the fake out and then be like, he was alive the whole time. Um, Yeah. Either (laughs) that or you need to give us someone that we care about as much uh who finds out what he is and cannot accept it like i actually would have thought that would have been interesting to have it be kate and have her say i know who you are and i can't accept it and i turn you in and you either go to jail or i kill you and you're done I would have loved that because in my heart of hearts, when I was watching season three, I was like, I know where this is going, but also Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be badass if love kills him and we start to follow her journey? 
Yeah, except that we wanted to make love. I think if that had been season two love, it would have happened, except Mm -hmm. that the love we had in season three was the writer saying, oh, this woman has mental health issues and she sucks now. So she's kind of pathetic. She kills without being able to control herself because she's too emotional. So Joe's got to put her down. Yeah, because again, they like to make him out to be this better person than he is. Mm -hmm. And I just, they even, oh my God, they even play Taylor Swift's anti-hero. I hated it. I hate, I hate that song. But also (laughs) I was just like, are you shitting me with this mic drop or not mic drop (laughs) with needle drop? Like this is the second season in in a row. They've ended it with a Taylor Swift off of a new Taylor Swift album. Mm -hmm. And I, it says a lot. It says a lot about this show. (laughs) And it makes me wonder if, if I've made a mistake by coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we're just saying the show clearly has too much money because it is spending big cashola to get some of these songs like Halsey and Taylor Swift do not come cheap. I know Cardi B costs more than some of the actors. Um. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I don't know, Sheree. Okay, so we're lying if we say that we wouldn't come back for a fifth season. But if they do, if they pull the trigger and Joe comes back with Kate, they're doing their philanthropy slash murder on the side. What else would you want to see? I want to see us really start investing in a wrap up. I think that... Okay. One, two more seasons max, because again, if we're not going to let him be who we are here for, we need to go ahead and end it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's enough time to like figure out the best mediation because they want him to be this hero that we all like are rooting for and we all empathize with. Um, But he's not that. And so I think that they could plan it out for one or two seasons and like make him the villain that he is mm-hmm. and give it the button that it needs to like, make all of this worth it. I also think that Kate's going to die if we come back because that's his pathology again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show doesn't like to bring anybody back for more than a single season. So and it's always a female counterpart to him. So, yeah, uh, I I agree. I would like it if we brought in somebody or make Kate that person where I mean, I don't know. The reaction from fans and online that we have seen, we've we've only seen the responses to part one of this season, but I have a feeling that fans would not like it if Kate was given more agency and more power because it doesn't seem like the character has connected with a lot of the fan base or some vocal parts of the fan base. I will say the fan base, because they too are idolizing Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so they do not like him with her. And they, they it's weird because they like him with girls who are going to let him get away with it. And I think Kate's too smart. And I think that's what the like, the clap back is, is that, oh, right. no, she won't let him get away with the shenanigans. And so therefore, she's not good for him. Well, and she didn't want to fuck him immediately like all the other girls do. Yeah, I'm worried that the fandom doesn't like it when women have agency, which is very America of all of them. And I know that they're all over. Um, but like, they're just like, how dare he be after somebody who's smart and an equal, as opposed to like the Becks and the Loves who were underwritten in a way that made it seem like they were almost high schoolers. And he was like, <laughs> this mm-hmm. college student who was going to show them how to live. Yeah. And, and I'm not suggesting that Kate needs to become a Mary Sue and be amazing and great at everything like we can still have her be complicated and a little bit messy like the series has tried to do that to a certain extent but it already feels like 
the smart, capable Kate that we saw at the beginning of the season has been revealed to be a facade, and she's actually a deeply fucked up woman who doesn't deal with relationships with men very well and i'm like oh okay so we're already putting in place characteristics that are similar to what we did with love between season two and three which means yeah for sure she's probably gonna die and or she's just gonna be pathetic if the show comes back and she's the main girl Yes, because part of me thinks that the reason um he had to kill Tom Lockwood the way he mm-hmm. did was to pay can be the damsel in distress. So right. we'd love to have Joe find a damsel in distress like he's going to make anything better by killing her eventually. <laughs> like I just... Which is deeply ironic because Tom Lockwood literally tells that to Joe before Joe kills him, which is that you're just doing the same thing that i've always done so you're just becoming me to kate because she always needs men to come in and solve her problems yeah and i didn't want it to be true but the way she was like you've killed people and you've killed people this week but you know what i'll look mm-hmm. the other way look. yeah it's fine now you shaved your beard you look 10 years younger and we've moved <laughs> to new york so it's all fine can we talk about how i forgot his face without the beard and i was like oh no i i missed the beard now look <laughs> right i mean certain people look better with beards because it makes them age appropriate and pen badgley has a baby face like when you log into netflix and you see images from season one he looks like a child you you've referenced gossip girl so many times on this podcast <laughs> and it's because he looks like damn Humphreys still and Without the beard, he just looks like a baby. I felt so creepy because I'd forgotten. Because again, we've been like in this season for so long. I'd forgotten what he was like without a beard. Mm -hmm. And so when it happened, I felt so dirty. I was like, oh no, Mm -hmm. I I have to go away immediately. Um, I did not like it. I did not like it. (laughs) Didn't like it, no. No. So I'll admit, I, I could see them coming back for another year and giving us some kind of wrap up. I think if it goes on for two seasons, it's too much. And I'm just going to get increasingly frustrated by how he just gets away with it. Like even this idea that they could do a magazine spread and he could try to pin everything back on love all over again is stretching the limits of credibility. But more importantly, I just don't know what possible interesting story they could tell with him and Kate running some foundation and him acknowledging that he likes to kill people or that he will kill people who get in his way i'm like what story is there to tell in that i feel like it's gonna border on sitcom-y because he's got like the perfect wife and the perfect life and he might have his kid back but he's killing people on the side wonk wonk and it's so- like <laughs> season three though except that this time he'll just be okay with it right like we don't have to have that conversation anymore he has every year about how he won't kill again he's not a monster and mm-hmm. i'm like you are protesting way too loudly and too often um, <laughs> so i i don't know but also i guess it also hinges on how many more books caroline has in her because book four is dropping like next month april right I'm not convinced at this point that they care too much about the books unless that book comes out and it's like, oh, wow, okay, it kind of overlaps with what we're seeing the show doing. This to me feels a bit like a Game of Thrones thing where they have diverged and they're now doing their own unique thing. That's true. That's true. In a perfect world, this fourth book would be 
a perfect bookend for this whole series she's written because it'll be the fourth book by then. Mm-hmm. And maybe if they come back for season five, they can like figure out the best way of getting to whatever that ending is. But like with what the television show has done, because mm-hmm. I think at this point, all of the players are off the table aside from like Marianne from right. the book. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it could happen. <sighs> yeah, I I don't know. As as I said a couple of times, this gave us everything. And yet I'm walking away feeling still frustrated with the show and feeling like part two was definitely inferior to part one. It, it feels like Halloween and you ate all of the favorite candies early in the night and now you're stuck with the stuff that you don't want and you can't trade. <laughs> i thought you were going to talk about david gordon green's halloween franchise where you're like well it started kind of giving you what you wanted and then you realize oh no this is as good as it gets <laughs> i would never bring that up because it is <laughs> it's a dangerous game <laughs> it is a choice yeah all right well sheree if people want to speculate on a hypothetical slash inevitable season five how would they get in touch you can find me at Miss Sheree on Instagram and Twitter. Where do they find you, Joe? Uh, I can be reached at B, still my remote, and that's the letter B. And if you want to get in touch with both of us, you can use the show's handle, which is at heyu underscore pod. And of course, thank you, as always, to the Anatomy of a Screen Pod Squad Network for hosting the show. Sheree, this is the end of Hey You for the foreseeable future. We'll see uh, if we get a season five announcement, then I'm sure we'll come back for it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we have no <laughs> You're to like, go. Uh, don't volunteer me for that. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be here. Uh, we'll be here. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll be a great first half of a season. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sheree and I just back in the glass cage being like, oh, I'm back here again. Huh? <laughs> Give us the beta blockers. Let us out. (laughs) (laughs) I can already feel my heartbeat slowing. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so so this is temporarily the end of the show. But Sheree, I think you and I have some plans to continue collaborating. So keep an eye on that podcast feed, folks. I don't think you've heard the end of us just yet. No, we watch a lot of TV and Mm -hmm. we don't know how to not have a podcast about it. So this is true yeah yeah (laughs) so you'll you'll hear from us sooner rather than later but for now let's wrap up you season four the anatomy of a scream pod squad